Hey guys, my name is Jared Murray. I'm a grateful recovering addict. I'm also a uh, grateful alumni of Bradford Health Services as well. And uh, Mackenzie asked me to be here with you guys today just to share my experience, strength, and hope and tell you guys my story and hope that you guys will get something out of it that might help you in your journey and in your recovery. So uh, first I'm going to start with talking a little bit about um, how my childhood was and how my upbringing was um, because I think that has a lot to do with my addiction. And so you know, there's a piece of literature in recovery that talks about uh, self-centered fear. And, and it talks about if we took the disease of addiction and we stripped away all the layers that we would find a swamp of self-centered fear. If we peel back all the layers of the onion, uh, meaning peeling back all the denial, all the justification, all the rationalization, that we would find that. So fear that revolves around self. Um, fear of not being good enough, fear of being alone, fear of rejection, fear of failure, fear of success. Just constant fear that revolves around self. And so ever since I can remember in my life, even growing up, that fear and that self-centeredness has always been a part of my life. And um, when we look at the full scope of the disease of addiction, it affects us mainly in three areas, mentally, physically, and spiritually. And so we talk about the mental obsession, which is a never-ending thought of that particular substance that we want to use, and the physical compulsion, the phenomenon of craving is what that's called. Um, so the, the action that's taking on that obsession. And those things happen in the brain, and that's what's driven by our spiritual internal condition. That's what drives that. And so those three areas and those three characteristics were always present in my life before I started using drugs. And so I always kind of felt different. I always felt less than. I always felt insignificant. I never felt content or really comfortable in my own skin ever since I was really young. Um, despite the fact that I had a loving family. I had a mom and a dad and an older brother who poured unconditional love into me. I had everything you could have ever asked for growing up. I grew up in a great home. There wasn't anything that really happened to me at a young age that I could say, oh, that's why I chose to use drugs, and that's why I turned out the way that I did, you know, in my addiction. Um, but what I can say is that I always felt different, and I always had this element of self-centered fear that revolved around me, um, and I always felt less than, and, and I always acted very obsessive and compulsive as a result of feeling that way. And so I was uh, five years old. This was the first time I remember like my disease being present in my life. I was in a grocery store with my mom, my dad, and my brother, and some of his older friends, and I was obsessing about this pack of gum so bad. Like I wanted this pack of gum. My mom told me I couldn't have it. And so what I did then is I physically, compulsively stole the pack of gum, put it in my pocket, got in the car with my older brother and all of his older friends, took it out of my pocket to show it to them because I thought they would think it was cool that I stole a pack of gum. And so right there in that one situation, those three things that I talked about as far as what the disease of addiction is were present in my life. The mental obsession, the physical compulsion, and the spiritual void. Because as long as I felt like my brother and all his older friends thought I was cool, then I felt like I could be okay. You know, and that I could be accepted and I could be liked because I never had any internal validation. It always came from external things. And so right then and there, there was the spiritual malady is what we call it, the spiritual void, the self-centered fear, the obsession, the compulsion. All that was there when I was five years old. And so, um, you know, there were just so many situations and incidents like that you know, when I was growing up where I can see like where my disease was present. And that came as a result of doing a lot of work on myself, working a program of recovery where I was able to see those things. And so when I was young, you know, when I was in elementary school, I kind of bounced in and out of every different friend group you could bounce in and out of because I never really knew who I was. I never knew my true identity. I didn't know my purpose. I didn't know my calling. And that might be something that every kid goes through, but I acted very self-destructive as a result of that. 
I was very defiant. I was very manipulative. I was very dishonest. I always blamed everything on everybody else. So, so these are all like characteristics that drug addicts struggle with. And I always struggled with them way before I ever started using drugs. There were underlying issues that I always had. And so when I was growing up in elementary school, I would bounce in and out of all these different friend groups. I was in this phase. I was in this phase. I was in this phase. I played this sport. I hung out with these people. I just bounced in and out of everything, consistently trying to find myself and find my identity because I never felt okay with me. And um, so, you know, I, I remember always doing that, looking back on it. And, and I always put on whatever mask I needed to put on. And so recovery literature talks about how we're a lot... A lot of times, social chameleons. We put on whatever mask we need to put on to fit in with whoever. And that's what I always did, even growing up, because I just was at dis-ease within myself. That's why we call this a disease. I was at dis-ease all the time. And so um, you would have never thought that, or you would have never seen that if you knew me, because I played sports, I excelled in sports, I was popular, I had friends, I had a great family, but internally I was always dying, and I was always struggling, and I always felt different and less than. And so there's this element of fear and, and self-obsession and self-centeredness that every alcoholic and drug addict that I know struggles with knows what I'm talking about. And I always suffered from those things. And I didn't have any answers or solutions to it until I made it into recovery. And so my parents would send me to different psychiatrists and different therapists when I was growing up, always trying to figure out what was wrong with me because I had some problems at home and whatnot. My mom would do the countdown when I would get in trouble. One, two, three, I'd count four, five, six. I would just do the countdown with her, you know, just super defiant. Um, and so they sent me to this one psychiatrist and I was diagnosed with a oppositional defiant disorder. So I was diagnosed with ODD. So I was odd. That was the root of all my problems, right? Which is odd, you know, something was a little bit different, a little bit off. But, um, you know, d despite that, like I said, my whole upbringing, there was just this element of that insecurity that was present in, in that void, which I had no awareness about then, but that has a lot to do with what led me you know, into my addiction and into my drug use. And so I like talking about those things because what we learn about in recovery is we learn that, like, the, the true problem has little to do with drug use, right? Drug use is just a symptom of our disease, you know, and what makes up the full scope of the disease of addiction has a lot to do with our character defects, our underlying issues, the way we think, the way we act, our patterns of behavior is what has to change. And so those patterns of behavior were always there you know, and we're present. And so I do firmly believe as a person in recovery that I was born with this disease. It's genetic. It runs in my family. That's just my personal belief about how it was for me um, because it was always present. I was very obsessive. I was very compulsive. I was always driven by fear and I was always engulfed in all that my entire childhood before drugs ever entered my body. So that's just a little bit about um, my upbringing and how it was in my childhood and kind of the patterns of behavior that were really underneath um, a lot of my drug use and that were present even before I started using drugs. So next week, I'm going to talk to you guys about you know my active addiction, what it was like when I started using and, and what it looked like in my addiction.